Hello and welcome to episode number 248 of Smart Podcast, Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell from Smart Bitches Trashy Books, and today I have part one of our live show. Yay! Recorded on Friday, May 5th at the Romantic Times Book Lovers Convention in Atlanta, we had wine, we had snacks, we had a room full of somewhat tired but entirely awesome people. Hello, if you're listening. And I am seriously so excited to share this audio with you. We start with a conversation with Robin Bradford, who is known on Twitter as Tuflos, and we talk about the trends we hear about, trends that she witnesses as a librarian, and things that she is ready to not see anymore. We also talk about types of swag, we compose our perfect catnip book, and we take recommendation requests. Then I introduce a friend of mine, Jana McGregor, the debut author of The Bad Luck Bride, which came out on Tuesday of RT on May 2nd. Funny enough, when she came up for a quick Q&A, one of the readers in the audience had already read her book and recommended it to everyone. This was not planned, and it was totally awesome. Now, before I get to the rest of the intro, I have some thank yous. Are you ready? Here come lots of thank yous. To the Patreon supporters, thank you so much. I could not have done this without you guys. Yous, guys. Yins. I could not have done this without yins. Thank you for your support, for your pledges, and your enthusiasm. You are wonderful, and this would not have happened without you. I want to thank Beth, who brought an entire bottle of wine because she is a noble human being who makes wonderful choices. I also want to thank Mel and Aaron and Elizabeth and everyone who helped me set up the physical podcast recording and helped me figure out how to connect to the audio system. I want to thank Robin Bradford, Jana McGregor, Amanda, Carrie, Elise, and Redheaded Girl, and everyone who came to the show and made it so much fun. And most of all, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing and leaving a review and telling a friend and checking out our Patreon page. You are the reason I am still doing this. So thank you so much for that. Now... I have some compliments. This is so fun. This is my favorite part. To Katie D, someone close to you, whenever they are having a seriously crap day, thinks of you and your smile, and they feel so much better. To Jane Ann, you once recommended a book to a friend, and every time that they see the title of the book or happen to stumble upon their copy, their day is 400% better. Good job. And to Sammy H., Every leaf in the known universe is showing off and dancing just for you because you're so great you make the trees happy. Now, if you're wondering what this is, have a look at patreon.com slash smartbitches. If you are a supporter of the show and would like to help the show become increasingly awesomer, you can make a monthly pledge for as little as a dollar. Every pledge makes a massive difference to the quality and growth of the show, and I thank you very much for having a look. I also want to thank Audible. They are our sponsor for this month. And there are two features of Audible that I want to mention. First, Audible Matchmaker. And I will have a link to this in the podcast entry. If you have purchased an ebook copy, chances are you can get the Audible copy at a discount. Listening to a book that you've already read can be a terrific experience. For me, sometimes the story sounds different and I notice elements that I may not have paid much attention to. I noticed this most specifically with the Call of Crows series by Shelley Laurenston. I've listened to that and read them twice each. Plus, listening to someone telling you a story while you are relaxing or cooking or stitching or knitting or whatever is incredibly relaxing. I listened to a new nonfiction book called Radical Candor while I was listening to, while I was waiting rather for my sons at their music lesson this week. And it was half an hour. I felt like I'd had a nap when I was done. Like I had just listened to an audiobook, and yet I was so relaxed. Second feature I want to make sure you know about, 
Whisper Sync for Voice. You can switch back and forth between reading and listening to the audiobook across many devices, including the Kindle and the Echo, without losing your place. You can read, then switch to the audio, then switch back to the Kindle version, and it will keep your place. Seriously, it's kind of magical, and I still don't quite understand how this happens. You can get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership if you go to audible.com slash smartpodcast. There is an unmatched selection of audio programs. You get access to exclusive things like Authorized, which is about sex and romance. So it is super easy. Go to audible.com slash smartpodcast. That's audible.com slash smartpodcast. And now, are you ready? Let's do a live show. Part one. Um, any shit talking is now recorded. <laughs> I'll probably take it out because, you know, the part where I yammer is not the most fun. Thank you guys so much for coming to a live recording. Okay. So I'm Sarah Wendell. I am uh, currently the head cheerleader of Team No Chill. And I am so excited that you guys are here. So we have put together a very casual show. We have three segments. We're going to start with Ri- Librarian Robin Bradford, who you may know on Twitter as Tuflos. So we're going to warm up by talking. We're going to make book recommendations. We're going to talk about our tea. And I'm also going to ask if anyone in the room would like to request a book recommendation from the two of us. We'll do live semi-drunk book recs. (laughs) How many glasses of wine have you had? We're recording, right? Yeah. (laughs) Just two. That's the perfect number. Wait, is there like a competitive drunk librarian thing? There should be. I think I think I need to submit a proposal to the American Library Association conference to be like drunk librarian Any challenge. librarian conference. All right. So are you guys ready to get started? Yay! Okay. So, Robin, why are you at RT as a librarian? Like, I know why I'm here. I'm here to wait in line. Sometimes. Strangely like, enough, so am I. Right? Sometimes even for the ladies' room. Although there's a ladies' room in this hotel where if you go in, it's like three turns, three turns around, and you come out, and you're like, I, I can't get out. <laughs> Have you been in the, the ladies' room that traps you? Yes, right? Right? Like right? And you go in, and you're like, I live here now. <laughs> I can't get out. <laughs> oh, the best is sometimes if there's a hotel and there's not enough ladies' room, they'll turn the men's room into a ladies' yes, room. I love that. And then, like, they cover the urinals with a tablecloth and put flowers in them. <laughs> I like, have I'm not, not seen that part. Oh, yeah, they do that at RWA, too. Like, the hotel will be like, let's decorate this so they don't know what it's for. Like, oh, yeah, I love having a wall display of flowers. Like, you don't know what's there. Right? Totally. So why, uh, why librarians at RT? What do you get from going to RT? So there's actually a special librarian bookseller track, and they bring in authors to talk to us. They There's workshops on things like... Um, Damon Swade and I did a workshop yesterday on how to discover things, so discoverability and game theory. So that was awesome. Um, there's, um, we did a workshop by someone in this room actually did a <laughs> workshop on rom- uh, romance and inspirations. Oh someone yeah. Someone else in this room did a workshop on um, finding diverse titles and authors. Really? Who? Uh, that would be Franny. There is Yay, in Franny! <laughs> Wait, how many librarians are I in the know. room with us? How many librarians are in the room with us? There's one here. There's one here. We got a lot of librarians. Hey. You, you guys are well, well. You guys are the shit. So, 
But we also, like, there, uh, uh, this morning, there was also a panel with some publishers. So we learned about publicity and marketing. Oh. Do you know I had a library buy an ad on my website this week? Really? I was so excited. They're having a conference with a romance uh, romance author luncheon brunch or tea. And they, they was like, ooh, librarians with a budget for advertising. See, I'm so excited. <laughs> and it's funny for- that you mentioned that because we just had Susan Wiggs at our library last week and we got about 35 40 people and i bet if we would have put an ad on the website on your website where people are looking for things we might have gotten some more people so nice that is actually a very good idea and i am glad you mentioned that i'm happy to help you anytime <laughs> i was more excited that they had money to spend than that they spent it on me like i was like yes. you have a budget for advertising i'm so excited for you right we now. want oh to God. bring people in so right? we're going to go to where the people are i love that so all right so one of the things that I hear a lot of people talking about at RT is what's next, what's coming next, what's it? I was on a trends panel. I don't know if you were at that trends panel. My favorite thing about a trends panel is that I don't have any influence over trends because I'm reviewing what's done. So I'm like, why am I here? So what I do is I talk about what I want to read and call it a trend. <laughs> so the trend is everyone gets caught in the snow. Everybody, paranormal, contemporary, historical, I don't care. We're all stuck in the snow now. So what the kind of trend? The trend is hot mechanics. That's what well, I that's want That's what to you want to read. Hot mechanics. So hot mechanics, caught in the snow. And Latino heroes. So Latino are, mechanics yes. caught please, someone, in the snow. Yes. Re- okay. Please someone write this. We can do that. I need that. And other things <laughs> under the hood. Yes. So now we have a title. Hot mechanics stuck in the snow. <laughs> and other things under the hood. Why don't they ask us for title advice? I don't know. Like, shouldn't we be doing titles? No, they should ask this woman in the audience. She's perfect. You know all the things, right? You too. All right. So what other trends have you, like legit trends that you have perhaps heard of? Oh, let's see. And and the thing is, I buy them after they're... Right? So, well, not after they're released, but usually well after, especially since New York is so far ahead. Like, they're talking about 2018 now. Oh, yeah. So, the trends that we see coming are right. already here. Um, like, and I guess one of my favorite trends is people keep saying that Amish is dying. Amish is dying. Amish is dying. Where? <laughs> Where is Amish dying? Amish is alive and well and living in Brooklyn, apparently. I don't know, but living everywhere. Living everywhere. So patrons still want librarian books. Patrons still want Christian fiction. I'm sorry, uh, Amish books. Amish books. Unless there, oh, wait, are there Amish librarians? There aren't Amish librarians, but librarians Amish are Amish mechanics, Latino Amish mechanics in the snow. <laughs> Fixing my buggy and other things under the hood. That's what I- <laughs> Somewhere upstairs, there's an editor who's like, I feel a disturbance. <laughs> Something is happening right now. I would say that librarians are a trend. There's there's a couple different series yes. of romance where the um, yeah. he- he- heroines are librarians. So show of hands, would you guys be interested in books about librarians? Oh, my oh, yeah, God. Like everyone in the room. So you're hot. Yes. <laughs> so yes, are you, ma'am. Thanks, thanks for being hot. <laughs> What about a male librarian? Uh, Victoria Doll. <laughs> yep. Hot male librarians, Victoria Doll. Or we call them guybrarians. Wait, you seriously call them guybrarians? There's actually a guy, David Wright, on Twitter, and his ha- Twitter handle is guybrarian. Guybrarian. Yep. So Amish is still hot despite what everyone says. Yes. What about Amish. billionaires despite what everyone says? Billionaires are still hot. 
I heard this. I heard the exhausted billionaire sigh. Yeah. That's fine. No shame. But I think it's it's like you have good book noise. Like you yes. say a tile and everybody goes, oh, or you say something that people are tired of. And they're like, the, the thing the is. tired billionaire sigh. It's like you have to do something really different. Like yeah. we went through this thing with vampires. Like everybody was writing vampires. And now it's like if your vampire isn't completely different in a, in a way that we haven't seen before, you, you can keep that. So what you're saying is. Amish vampire Latino mechanics in the snow. There is a <laughs> there is a book called Amish Vampires in Space. I know. <laughs> we just need to see the cover for that. Yes, ma'am. I think my issue is that there is an inverse relationship between how much of a billionaire the guy is and his like emotional age. So wait, the more money he has, the less mature he is. Right. Yes. Like, and the less work he does, ironically. Ironically. Oh, how do they have all this time? Well, and I'm actually curious if the new occupant of the White House will make billionaires less sexy. Do you know how many press inquiries I got from people who don't apparently have any sense? And there was literally three different ones from three different publications saying, wait, billionaire romance is a thing. And our president is allegedly a billionaire. Did he cause that? I don't even want to die. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. She shriveled that up like a post Viagra boner. Like, I was like, I don't even want to reply to you. I don't even want you to say my first name, let alone my whole name in this article. I want to be nowhere near that pile of crap. <laughs> and, you know, usually you get a journalist or somebody who doesn't know anything, and you want to be like, okay, no, let me correct you. I was just like, no, you can just live there in ignorant land. Nobody I'm- can kill billionaires. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> May that just be so. <laughs> Are there any other trends that you're like, oh, this is cool, or hell no? Because I had um, John Charles on a panel with me saying that he thought that a new version of gothics were coming back, that there's resettings of Rebecca in different time periods. I keep hearing about this, but I haven't seen any actual books. So I keep hearing people saying, I'm writing a gothic. I'm going to bring gothic back. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know that it actually... So you're saying sexy never left. Yeah, exactly. So there's no reason to bring sexy back. Because it never left. There's always a reason. And it's going to be May. (laughs) I just want you to know you're my favorite. (laughs) I have wine. Yay! This is the best kind. So one of the things that I notice at RT every year is that every year the, the swag is different. The yes. things that people give away is different. And I um I have buttons, like I have pins for people to wear, and I have stickers. There's actually swag and stickers and snacks in the back because I like to feed you. And uh, if you would like, I also have gigantic romance or get the fuck out stickers. But these are just for you guys. So if you didn't get one, you want one, come see me. Um, so... I'm always fascinated by what people do to promote their books and promote yes. their publishers. So have you noticed some cool swag this year? I Other than mine, of course. Yours is the best. Thank the you. second best, I think, is the um, tattoos and teenies bag that they had. The quality bag. A quality bag, yes. <laughs> actually, actually, this year, I haven't seen... That was also a quality bag. That was from the, from the um, 20s party. Oh, yeah. And there haven't really been, like, sometimes they have those really flimsy bags, and you're like, why did you bother with... Right, it's like woven paper? Yes. Yeah. Slightly and more those, hefty than paper bag? I haven't seen many of those at all this year. So, actually, at the Bollywood party, the oh. Sun- oh. 
Sonali Dev got her bags from India. They are straight from India, and they are gorgeous. See, this is my working theory of swag. You have the swag that you wear at the conference to sort of proclaim who you are. You got buttons and pins, and this is my authors. And um, like Alicia Rye did this brilliantly because she's her buttons say happy ever after for all. And yes. HEA is, is resistant or something like that. So it's a button that you can agree with that's also about her books. So you have to go find her to get one. Yes. That's present conference swag where you have to – you're identifying yourself by also identifying with someone else. Post-conference swag is even harder to nail yes. because you have to create something that's useful, that keeps going, that has like a purpose. Like I have a – I talk about this all the time. I have a cat food can lid that has Linda Lale Miller on I think this thing's 10 years old. And it says, from my pets to yours – with love from Linda Lale Miller. And I understand that she is perhaps known for writing cowboys. I think about my pets whenever I see that. Because I think Linda Lale Miller is helping me save money by keeping the cat food from getting disgusting. This is this is maybe a downfall. But there is a piece of swag that I carry with me everywhere. It is a mini sewing kit. And I can't think of who gave it to me. I think so it was Eloisa point. James. Was yes. it in the last few years? Yes. It was Eloisa James. And that an, piece mm-hmm. of traveling swag. Like you're, you have it always with you yes. always. Yep. One, I know one author told me she did tiny little tape measures. Mm-hmm. And when you need a tape measure and suddenly there's one there. Yeah. Yep. The yep. problem is stuff like that can get really and expensive. And Laura Curtis also did something at where uh, she gave a little thing that slides open and it's got Band-Aids in it. Yeah. For your conference needs, your yeah. conference blisters on your, on your feet. Conference and- feet. And then you go to RT, you're never going to run out of pens. Right. Ever. Ever again. You only got one? You need to go to the goodie room and just say, grab. <laughs> And I think things like stickers, you know, they're nice, but they don't really last post-conference. So it's great while you're here, but... This is why all of mine are for, like, laptop stickers. They're the kind that don't... You can't can't scratch the picture off because they're I have one on my badge, and it's already, like, curly. It says, librarians also known as book pimps, (laughs) which is awesome. Story checks out. But it's not going to last past this conference. Story checks out. (laughs) I try my best. So I want to I want to challenge you to live recommendations, but first I want to ask you what books are you reading that you want to tell people about? Um, I have the Alicia Rye arc. Hate to want, hate to want you, hate to want you. Yes, I just started. How is, how are you liking it so far? I love it. Love it so far. She wrote it. I love it. She wrote it. You love it. Like <laughs> it's it's just an automatic. That, She's on your auto buy. She is my order. auto buy list. Yes, and I I. Uh, these two people who were together and are no longer together get together once a year and no one can know there's two rival families and they had a huge falling out you yeah yeah so her her elevator pitch was hotline bling meets romeo and juliet without all the sexist stuff and the suicide so take all the shitty sexism and take out the suicide and you've got romeo and juliet and hotline bling the way it was meant to be done. Right? Yes. This Drake just screwed that up, and so did Shakespeare. Both of them. <laughs> They're sitting in the naughty step. So what else do you recommend? Um, I just finished, before I got on the plane, An Extraordinary Union. No. <laughs> that was like good book moan. <laughs> so you all know. <laughs> you all know. Yes. You've also read a couple of other extraordinary books this year. Does that one stack up there? Among oh, that's year. probably one of my favorites. Nice. That's probably one of my favorites this year. Yeah, me too. No question. Uh, it was just, yeah. Spies. Spies. Civil War. 
hot spies. We have to emphasize this. And you know, and a heroine that is amazing, not just for her time period, but just among heroines. Right. Just among heroines. And the thing about that book that got me was that I kind of know how the Civil War ended. Like, I know right. what happened. <laughs> I mean, some people, some people aren't sure they agree. They've written their own fanfic ending. Right. <laughs> they fan, right? They, they fanfic the Civil War. There's, like, online community Well, actually, lots it. of people fanfic the right? Civil War. Alternative history. We... What if the South had won? What if the South had won? Let's not. Let's pretend like it did. Right? The thing is, I kind of know how it ends. Like, I know that, you know, I know how the Civil War ended up. I was so tense reading this book. Yes. Like, shit, maybe I got my history wrong and it's really going to go very badly for these people. I kept checking. Just the whole war over their heads, you know, no big deal. I kept checking the year and I'm like, right? well, there's still plenty of time for shit to go wrong. Right? <laughs> Like, oh my God, this is so not good. Right. So despite actually knowing the end and even in romance, like, you know, that you wish she not, if she, if she hadn't pulled it off, right. I would have been like, I understand because that was really tense. It was very, very tense. Come on in. Welcome. Are you coming from Avon? Yes. You made it. Yay. Yay. Welcome. We were just talking about an extraordinary union by Alyssa Cole. Because we're doing book recommendations because we're, we're expensive people to know. <laughs> what other books do you want to recommend? I got an arc today of the new Sonali Dev. So Speaking of ripping your heart I, out slowly uh, using a spoon. I haven't started reading it yet. I mean, I literally just got it like three hours ago. This is but the one with the legs, right? Yes, the one with the legs and the, and the pool. But that's so funny that you notice that. Like People think that the covers just... You know, blur by no, no. Oh no! Well, you have a whole Twitter feed where you look at the cover and go. Huh. I noticed the font. Don't do, don't use twelve fonts on your cover. I will call well, you, you know out. You know what that's called? That's called font salad. It's it's called. <laughs> <laughs> edit edit that out, please. <laughs> do you want me to just beep it or take it out? I have a whole suite of sound I've never effects been and I've never used them. I've You've never, never been. been I will no. beep you. I'll beep Honey. you so it makes it sound like you're cursing and you're really I, saying normal things. Please do. <laughs> That's even better. Oh, yeah. I have, I'm devious. I can do a lot of things in garage bands. Oh, and I should also mention Garrett Lee. Like, Vanessa North told me about this book. I, I said, I want a book with a threesome where they all act like adults. And okay, I'm sorry. That is a very tall order. I know. So Misfits, you Misfits have... by Garrett Lee. And then I started reading everything by Garrett Lee because Garrett Lee. Yes. I just jumped right into the right into the hole and I love them all. I read like four of them in a row, so L E I G H. Got that wrong. <laughs> Correct that. Misfits. So if people buy books during the podcast recording, I will be very excited. (laughs) So do you have any baseball book recommendations? I know you're a baseball fan. You know what? Here's the funny thing. I don't read baseball books because people always get it wrong. Right? And it bothers me. If you call the manager a coach, I will put the book down. It's not a coach. All me. Nobody else who's reading this book gives a shit what you call the coach. It's a manager. Oh, my God. 
But you care. But I care because I love baseball so much. Have you read the new Julie James? I have not. Okay. So she's a, she's a Cubs fan. It's so good, y'all. The thing about love just gave me so – is it – good book noise, right? Bad was bad decision. You're wearing the right shirt. You had to put it down. Why are you here? Go. Come on, girl. You have to read it. So in the thing about love, Julie James is a, is a Cubs fan. I know you're a Sox fan. So I am, I am bringing up sacrilege at this time. I know. I know. I understand. Um, and there's one scene where her hero's family, she has them in south parts of Chicago, which is White Sox. Right. And she was like, I got to this point where they're talking about baseball and I had to say nice things about the White Sox and I just couldn't do it. And I turned them back and made them Cubs fans. <laughs> and then, and then I, was at, I was at a book event with her and somebody, a Katie Dunnaback from Chicago, she was like, it does happen. There are random Cub fans. I don't know why, but there are pockets. Now, what do you say to that? Do you think that's possible? There are random pockets, but they're not, they can't be fans of both. No, you, you can't cannot be do both. Fans of both. You cannot do both. So it's either one or the other. And, and they if you're are in only the Cubs. If you're in the opposite territory, you oh, are very quiet about yes. your fan. So what, like before they talk to each other over dinner, they shut all the windows? Right. Exactly. <laughs> the neighbors like, okay, so anyway, the Cubs game. I read actually an arc of a Julie Ann Warren and I, or not, Julie There's a lot of Walker. Walker yeah. Julie Ann yes, Warren Walker. Julie Ann Walker. Julie Ann Walker Warren. And she has lots of baseball in her book and i didn't know that when i started reading the arc but she got it right so it was okay Which one? but she's from the one that comes out this fall the one that comes out this fall so here's what we're gonna do would anyone like to request a book recommendation from robin if you would like to make a request raise your hand so we want to do as specifically as possible the trope you like the thing you like okay real quick okay go ahead real quick unrequited love getting requited that's like half of them. <laughs> but her, like from what she likes. Unrequited love getting. There's a I couple ways to spin that. I don't read that trope, are though. You, are you thinking historical or contemporary? I don't care. Just two um, or more humans. That... Valerie Bowman's Brave Cavendish's book, which I can't remember the name of it. It's Daphne Swift and Raven. Raven. You remember the characters? I am horrible oh, at book amazing. racks. I can't remember the author. Uh, I don't remember I don't... any of the words. I just remember the... <laughs> I am the I am the feeling. patron you hate. I'll be like, so no, the I'm the patron I hate too. And the dress is yellow. So, and it's cut down to here. Right. If you tell just, me the dress is, is yellow, I will remember it. It was a blue book. It was blue. <laughs> I like this book. It was blue. I once made a display of all red books. Nice. Well read in Indiana. And every single cover was red. Well played. I know. So anyone want to make a request? Do not do this. Ma'am, you want to make a request? Okay, hang on. I'm going to bring you a microphone. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) All right, you make the request and I'll say it. I'll say it. Romantic comedy, but like romantic comedy but laugh out loud it's so funny that you mentioned that (laughs) (laughs) is this what happens when you drink you just know about bad puns (laughs) i didn't even realize that (laughs) (laughs) what i meant was (laughs) i got a book wreck today that was laugh out loud funny enemies to lovers that's that comes out may 30th so she doesn't remember the name sorry i got it i got it right here it's 
Anne-Marie Walker, black tie optional. She's excellent. We have, a se- we have a second on that one. And it's supposed to be kind of akin to Jennifer Cruzy, but funnier and sexier. Black tie optional, Anne-Marie and Walker. And I, I was hearing the pitch on this, and I one-clicked it as soon as she turned around. Like, literally, she turned around to say something to someone else, and I was like, it is so dangerous, right? It's crazy, right? It's horrible. Can I add one? Can you add one? Of course. Do you want to use a mic? No. No? Okay, it's fine. I'll repeat. Uh, so it was Laugh Out Funny to me, but it's the player and the pixie. The player oh, and the pixie? I've heard that. Yes. The hero is a rugby player. He's very famous, and he's horribly in bed. I can't the hero oh. is a rugby player. He's famous, and he's crap in bed. I would just like to point out that everyone in this room went, oh. <laughs> Like, bad in bed is what you yeah. don't want. Like, that's... That's not true Oh, yes. You make good points. You make very good points. I agree. I stand corrected. One that I always go to that's funny when I need between heavy books is Shelley Lawrenston. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Shelley Lawrenston is great. And one that, I for, one that I forgot about that really didn't make me laugh was Between a Rock and a Hot Mess. Yes. <laughs> That was like the hiss of good book. <laughs> My Phyllis Bourne, B-O-U-R-N-E. Now, I have heard that Alice Clayton makes people laugh. Yes. Yep. I know yes. she makes you laugh, Amanda. Yeah. Yep. And I loved, um, I love Jennifer Cruzy for when I'm feeling really crappy. And she always makes me laugh even if I've read that book a thousand times. And the other one that I just, I wasn't like cry laughing ridiculously, but The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. <laughs> It is, it is, it is just like, I'm grinning at the book. Like the book can't see me, but I'm smiling at it. <laughs> smiling at it just the same. I actually have a whole page of recommendations when anyone asks me for comedy or contemporary or historical. I have a whole page. I can never remember. It was the one that had words in it. It had some words. And I like the end. Yeah. It had some words and I like the end. It had all of, it had 26 letters in it. Would you want to hear them? <laughs> All in different orders, but the same 26. All right. Does anyone have any last questions for Robin? I have to give a quick pitch since Damon is actually in the room. Post-election, when I was feeling kind of um, different, (laughs) I was feeling differently. My comfort read is Hothead by Damon Swade. I love that book so much. How I come? think I've read it like five times. Just because it's got all the all the feels. It's best friends. One has a crush on the other. Hot gay firefighters. Hot gay firefighters. But I mean, those really, are three world words that that's go well almost together. secondary. Like it's the feeling in the book. Uh-huh. That is it that. Aww. Yes, that. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to stay put because I'm going to torture my crew in a little bit. Awesome. But first, I have a I have a little interlude for you. So five years ago, RT was in Kansas City. It was five years ago, right? I think so. Kansas City. Kansas City. It was a great conference. So 2013. I 2013. 2013. Four years. Wait. 2013. Okay. So um, I don't know what day or time or year it is. I don't know how old I am. So you could just tell me it was like last week, and I'd be like, yeah, totally, absolutely. So while I before I went. I got an email from somebody who said, oh, I, I read your site, and I know you like baseball, and I'm a season ticket holder for Kansas City Royals, and I would love to give you my tickets to go to a game. And as a very socially shy, introverted person, 
I um I don't know what happened to me, but what I what I said was, "No, I would really like to go with you." Would you Now, this was a great decision and I look back on past Sarah and I'm like, "That was kind of risky." Like you could have been in a ditch. Like somebody lures you out with baseball tickets and they're like, ah, you gave my book a D. We have to talk now. That would totally work on me right? too. Right? You, you, this is, see, we're just proclaiming our weaknesses. You put baseball tickets in front of us and we're like, what, what do you need? What do you need an A? We can do that. Sure, yeah. Vowels, no problem. No video. So I meet this lovely person and she's super cool. We go to the game. We have a really good time. And then I see her at another conference. She's like, let's have a drink. And I'm like, this is great. This is wonderful. You sort of hit it off with people. You know how you meet somebody at a conference and all of a sudden you have like 65 things in common. You can talk for ages. So I meet another conference and finally I'm like, okay, what, what are, what I see with RT, I see with RWA, what, are, what, are, why are you here? And she said, well, I, I used to read romance. I loved it so much. And then I stopped reading it and then I started reading it again. And I thought, you know what? I can do this. Y'all ever had the feeling like, all right, I think I can do this. I have this feeling that there is two main paths that romance readers follow. One is, all right, this is terrible and I know I can do better and make myself happy. And then they go write one or they're so inspired by the book they are holding. They're like, all right, I really want to try to do this too. And I think this was more of the latter case. And I was like, so you wrote one. She's like, well, I think I've written like three, but I've definitely finished one. <laughs> and I was like, wow. She's like, so I think, I think I want to try to sell it. And I was like, that's awesome. So then in the next conference, another year later, so I'm going to meet with agents. And I was like, oh, cool. Who are you meeting with? Let's talk about it. The next year, all right, I'm going to meet with editors. I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then the next year, I got a, I got a contract. So I wanted to bring up my friend. She's in the room. Her book came out on Tuesday. Yay! Yay! So come on up. Welcome. Did I embarrass you? Are you like ready to die now? Yeah, I am. <laughs> So everybody, this is Jana McGregor. I have a micro. I have a microphone for you. It was lovely. There was some good groveling. It's on the puppy scale of groveling. Ooh. So I don't need to ask you any questions at all. You can just go sit back. Now. No, it's cool. Awesome. Nothing is better than a. Oh yeah. So Jana, your book came out on Tuesday. Happy release week. Thank you very much. Okay. So please share with us the name of your book, the series, and the genre, and um, tell us a little bit about it. Okay. Well, the name of the book, I just said it, but I'll repeat it. It's The Bad Luck Bride. It's the first book in the Cavisham Arista series, and I write historical set in the Regency period. So that was my first love. I started reading... Um, Barbara Cartland. <laughs> that was my first book. My mom was a school teacher, and she'd bring home all these books. Um, you know, on Fridays, they would switch, you know, these big paper bags. They All the teachers Why would bring in their books. always in paper bags, right? Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, you know, back then they had those handles that they could carry them back and forth with. And, and, yeah, and yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And you didn't get charged for them at the grocery store? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so I'd pull out all the Barbara Cartlands. Because so I like the way that the guys looked on the covers. Well, duh. <laughs> of course. So you're a historical reader. Yes. All right. So what are the major sort of tropes and hooks of The Bad Luck Bride? Let's see. It starts off with a jilted bride, um, revenge, marriage of convenience, redemption. Let's see what else is there. Oh, yeah. Storms. Yeah. Snowstorms, rainstorms, hailstorms, rainstorms, 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 rainstorms. big okay. thunderstorms. Yeah, there is a lot of lightning. Are there any Latino Amish <laughs> mechanics? No, but I'm sitting there thinking, how am I going to get that into the next one? I know you can do it. 
The carriage breaks down and this really handsome man appears. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Here's my next question. This is a very important question. So on a scale of one to five, five being, this is good. All right. This is cool. And then, excuse me, one being, all right, you know, feels. Five being, I need to go buy the Costco size box of tissues because there's so much angst. Like the whole palette, not just the 10 pack. Like you're just going to get the whole thing on the wood that's shrink wrapped and you're just going to put it on the roof and drive home and see what happens. Like that. Where are we on the angst scale here? Because I, I know that as a reader, because we've talked a lot, a lot about the books we read, you like the angst. Like you like mascara running, hot mess, <laughs> sobbing. Yeah. This is I do. Your, this I is do. your jam. That's your cat now. Yeah. And I will tell you that I've read this book a gazillion times. And I have cried every time except for the last one. And I think it was because I was so saturated. You know, <laughs> so this is a it. cry catharsis book. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so I'd say 4.5, 4.7. All right. So if you like angst, this is your jam. Yeah. This is yeah. all. Yeah, you already. Oh. <laughs> okay. We are, this is going to be a you. very expensive well, show. I know. I know. I know. Well, <laughs> Robin's over here like, yeah. Just oh, okay. Da, 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 da. <laughs> So what about the next? Because this is a trilogy, right? Well, maybe. Yes. God yeah, willing, we're hoping, hoping a maybe tenogy, a little bit more. A quintagy. Yeah. Tentagy. I want some of that wine. <laughs> it's good wine. I'm good at math now. I'm really math. I'm mathing and wording well. Good now. So what? Yes. You've read the book. Oh. Oh, okay. Great. Thank you. There's nothing better That's than awesome. playing reviewing a book. That's the shit. I, oh, look, there oh, it is. That's right. I'm pretty sure that if you ask Jana later to sign it, she would be willing to find a pen. Let me just tell you something. Are, are you an author? Raise your hand if you're an author. All right. If someone asks you to sign your book, does that ever get old? No. No. I mean, maybe if I'm on the toilet and you're sliding it under the door. Yeah, even, then. even though it's not. You know what? You're totally right. I don't need to be on Twitter. I need to be signing books at all moments, right? Never gets old to ask an author to sign their book. So tell us about the next one in the series. How high are we on the angst level? What are we talking about here? I cry. I cry with this one too, but it's a good cry. Um, it's a catharsis cry. Yeah, the, the next one's kind of like Ebenezer Scrooge meets, um, you know, Susan B. Anthony. Um, <laughs> she spends like half the novel when you see her as like a side character. She's getting like philosophical texts from random people, and she's collecting all the books. So it's like this crazy thing. Like she's like her entire purpose of going to a, like a party is to meet people to go get books. <laughs> Yeah. So she's one of us. Right. right. And, people. and the hero is described by the guy who's the sort of villain as being more tightly wound than any pocket watch he's ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. I need so, yeah. You do need this book. No, and it's called The Bride Who Got Lucky. <laughs> oh. Curmudgeon heroes are so great, right? Like a grumpy hero who's like, all right, fine, I like you. I can accept these positive feels. Fine. Yeah. Amanda Quick does great Bravo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the one where she's got the, the skirt on um, or the dress on with the uh, dragons or the serpents? Because he's um, – I love that one. Is it Surrender? No. No, um, Heroin. Who are you, magical people? I've read a, I've read Act Like It and I'd still have to sit and tell and you and she's the investment guru. Scandal. That's Scandal it. Scandal by Amanda Quick? Yes. Yeah. You said Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can yeah. see the S. It's like a 
color. That's my brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So what are you working on now? Are you working on another book? Yeah, I finished up the third one. It's with my editor, and we're waiting to see. I'm waiting to see what she's going to say about it. But my agent in um, uh, my beta reader thought it was the best book that I wrote. So, Aww. but it to me, it's kind of a quieter novel, you know. So it, it's not. I don't know. I'm down. Yeah. Now yeah. I went to your website because I'm nosy. And yeah. There's a whole article about you. <laughs> From the, was it the Law Review? No, the Missouri Lawyers Weekly. Missouri Lawyers Weekly. So you're totally out. Like, I'm a lawyer in my real life, and I write romance. Okay, first of all, there's a lot of you. Yeah. There's a whole lot of recovering attorneys writing romance. It's really interesting. And you were pretty cool with with being completely public about both your names. Well... My husband did this. My hus- I practiced with my husband, and he's so tickled. He's been so supportive of me. He was so tickled that I, you know, have got this book coming out that he contacted the newspaper oh. and had them. Be- yeah, yeah. That's adorable. I know, I know. He's so sweet. And the McGregor, the Gregor part comes from Greg. Aww. So you named yourself after your husband? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry. I don't have any tissues. I didn't bring any. I'm kind of. Sp- I know, seriously, I'm feeling emotional. I know. All right. So it is actually very difficult, I think, for authors to talk about their own books. I know I have a hard time with it. it, Like, I I wrote, um, it had words. (laughs) Is it easier for you now that you're a, no? (laughs) Do you know, by the way, that right now you are a published author? I know. It's so funny. Isn't it And weird? I mean, it's so funny to see people with the book, you know. Like, oh, wait, that looks familiar. Yeah. Well, at the St. Martin's um, Pies and Picks, <laughs> Kristen Ashley was up there. And I mean, I just fangirled all over because, you know, <laughs> and I felt kind of bad. Because <laughs> she had all these fans around her and I'm like, you know, oh, I just love the motorcycle man. But then you came out with Mystery Man, and oh, my God, it was so great. Yes, but see, I think that if you're an author with the same house, you should have, like, VIP squealing. Sort of like the special boarding lane when you get on the airplane. You get to walk on the blue carpet. If you're an author in the same house, you get special squee privileges. No, you don't. As a matter of fact, no, you're you're in the back. You're in the very back. (laughs) Because they had all these books, and I was like, oh, can I have that one? They go, no. No, because it's for the readers. It's for the readers. You're, so I don't even get arcs. I don't get anything anymore. No. So you should start a blog. <gasps> you know, I've that's heard. what I wanted to do. That's, that's you really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, you wanted yeah. to start a that's, blog? That's really why I, I came to RT 2013 in Kansas City. I wanted to do South Bitches. I mean, Smart Bitches Trashy Books. <laughs> yeah, Smart Bitches South. That's hilarious. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, not anything on, on your... You, you can know. be on. We got a no, lot no, of room. No, 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 no. I was, was just going to do historical. Just historical. There's always room. Yeah. No, no, not anymore. There's not. <laughs> no, once you once you cross into published author lane, it's really hard to get critical done. reviews. You're done. T- tends tends yeah. to piss people off a little bit. Yeah. All right. So, what books would you like to recommend? Okay. Well, I'm currently reading An Extraordinary Union, mm-hmm. and I love it. And and I was very disappointed. I thought I'd be able to finish it up here and I can't. Like what? Like right now while you're up here? No, no, no. While I'm at RT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please open your books. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I know, but you can't read in here. You can't read here. There's two books and I'm sure you guys have all read it if you're fans of Smart Bitches Trashy Books. But the first one that I just absolutely have to recommend is The Duke's Wager by Edith Layton. 
Oh, I love and that I got book. that from, from her. I, I can read that book, and I'm still surprised at the end of it. I mean, I've read it like three times. The Duke's Wager, you've got to get that book. Oh, it's so good. I, and I it's, coming it's, it's coming out. It's coming out digitally. Yes. Because her children are re-digitizing her book, so her children are re-releasing. Because she died a couple of years ago. And her two sons and her daughter are, are like the literary estate of Edith Layton, and they're digitizing her backlist very carefully. The Duke's Wager is coming out ready? soon. Oh, it's I've so never read anything good. like it. How? Okay, the Duke's it? the Duke's Wager by Edith Layton, L A Y T O N. So there are two lords. One is a duke, and there's I think the other guy's like a viscount or something lofty. And they make Marquess. a wager. Is he a Marquess? He's a Marquess. Thank you. So he and the duke make a wager about this young woman that who's going to be the one to um, basically hit it and quit it because they're they're scuzzy. And so the Marquess. It, a lot of the story spends time with the Marquess. Um, and there's this wonderful moment about maybe a third to a half in where you're like, wait a minute, I don't actually know which one of these guys is the hero. And it's so, it's like a trick. It's like a trick played on the reader because you're not sure who the the hero is. And they, like, you, you, you think, well, this guy's horrible, but wait, maybe he's not. Wait, that guy's horrible. Wait, maybe he's not. And the heroine is figuring it out along with you. So it's like a puzzle in book form. It's wonderful. And it's an older style Regency. So way back in the day, Regencies used to be about the same length as a Harlequin mm-hmm. seri- a series book. They had a lower word count. I don't think there's sexy times in this one. Mm-mm. There's very few Regencies. I don't think... There were sexy times in Edith Layton's books until she got into single title with Avon. Edith Layton also has the greatest cover ever published by Avon. This was mm, a couple years ago. She was still alive. She hated this cover. <laughs> she liked to have realistic sex in her books. I did a whole interview with her children on the podcast. Oh. Um, and they talk about their mom and what they learned about being the children of a romance author and how she would like get a pedicure and be like, oh, that woman is my next heroine. I'm going to design a whole book around her. And they'd be like, oh, my God, we can't take you anywhere. So there's a single title book from Avon. It's purple. And the so there's these jagged, spiky rocks. They're like knife blades. And the, there's a huge ocean wave coming up from behind them. Like, it's going to be messy. And she is sitting on one of these jagged rocks. Like, and her legs are spread. And he's kneeling in between them without his shirt off on some other rocks. And they look like they are having the best time. And there is no way this doesn't hurt. And I will put a picture up in the podcast show notes when I post this episode. Like, she looked at that and was like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> like, they are doing it in the most dangerous place it's ever. It, oh, the blowing hair. <laughs> and, like, the ocean spray is going one way and her hair is going the other. So there's some sort of microcosm. Oh, yeah, that, cra- that cover is crazy. But The Duke's Wager is one of my favorite Regency romances. It if it's not digitally out now, it will be very... V- it's out? Yes. Oh, they did it! Yes! Okay, you guys, it's so good. It's so good. And of course, my my other favorite is, um, and I read this at least twice a year, is The Devil in Winter by Lisa Kleypas. I just, oh. think, it's, I just think it's gold. And I just had somebody come up to me and say that my villain in the first book reminded her of Sebastian St. Vincent. Oh, and I'm mercy. just like, oh, God, thank you so much. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. That's, that's like knee-weakening level. Right. Wow. I know. I know. So the next book is The Bride Who Got Lucky. Right. And that is scheduled to come out about when? October 31st. All right. Well, everybody... Congratulations to Jan. Thank you for sharing it with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
And that is all for part one of the live show. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, as, as with last time, recording with four separate tracks means the editing is a little bit new, but I also think the sound is really, really great. So I hope that that A was not too loud for you. I tried to do the volume correctly. I believe that's called ducking. So every time you're autocorrect substitutes ducking instead of, you know, whatever else you meant to type, that's an actual word and I was doing it. Yay, autocorrect knows me so well. Again, I want to thank Jana McGregor and Robin Bradford and Elise, Carrie, Amanda, and Redheaded Girl and everyone who came to the live show at RT. I hope I can do more of these because it was tremendous fun. And if you came to hang out with us, thank you for joining us. You made it so much more entertaining. The music you're listening to was provided by Sassy Outwater. This is Caravan Palace. This track is called Lazy Place, and you can find it on their two album set with Caravan Palace and Panic. And you can find that at Amazon, Amazon, Amazon and iTunes. Listening to this? I'm not even taking that out because that was awesome. Amazon and iTunes. You can learn more about Caravan Palace on Facebook and on their website. I also should tell you that we have our own iTunes page, not our own iTunes page. iTunes. iTunes.com slash DBSA. You can find recent episodes, the books we talk about, and the last four episodes with the books that we mentioned them too. It's awesome. You should go check it out. Speaking of books... All of the books that we mentioned in this episode, as many as I could make out in the audio, I will have links to those at smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast. I also want to extend a special thank you if you have liked or subscribed to or tweeted about or recommended or left a review for the podcast. There's all these things you can do to interact with the podcast, including emailing me. But if you've done any of those... Thank you so much. And if you are a supporter and fan of the show and would like to check out our Patreon campaign, it is at patreon.com slash smartbitches. I will be back next week with the second half of our live show recording. In the meantime, on behalf of Robin and Jana and everyone here, including Orville and Wilbur, who are waiting to climb into the sound box again, we wish you the very best of reading. Have an excellent weekend. (laughs) 